Hi, everyone. The following podcast is a Direct Message Network and Podcast One production. We are directly to your favorite stars. Hey, Michael Phelps here. I want to tell you a bit about online therapy. Online therapy is not about time and place. It's anytime and any place. Did you know that over 50% of Americans struggle with their mental health? I'm one of them. And that's why I'm here to tell you about online therapy and how it can change your life. Online therapy is just as easy as joining a video call or texting with a friend. Only you'll be talking to a licensed therapist from your device on your schedule. Talkspace is more committed than ever to making therapy accessible and affordable for all. Go to Talkspace.com and start working with a licensed therapist today. Brought to you by Talkspace. Therapy for all. Get $100 off your first month of Talkspace therapy with coupon 100 for you. Grab a 30-day free trial of Live by Live Plus and you'll get unlimited skips, commercial-free music, and all of the podcasts and live streaming events you can handle. Visit livexlive.com slash podcast one to learn more and start your free trial. This is Adulting Like a Mother Father. Thanks for tuning in to learn more. We applaud you. Now sit back, relax. So baby, keep it pushing while we have a couple laughs. And maybe get a little mushy. But don't forget to take a deep breath. Adulting can be hard sometimes. Just take the next step. Pick the right foot up and put it in front of the left. You do this over and over and you'll be ahead of the rest. And let me introduce you to the star of the show, Daniela Monet. I bet you probably heard her say, Chicago, Chicago. Well, now she's all grown up and got a little baby boy. His name is Gio. Dang, what a bundle of joy. We're a tribe of three, but we're building a community. So come along. It's time for some adulting. Hello, adulters. Welcome back to Adulting Like a Mother Father. I'm Danielle Monet, the mother. And I'm Andrew Gardner, the father. And we're both adults. adults. And if you're an adult or just trying to be one, this, this is, is the, the show, show for you. you. Wow, let's jump in. We've got some adulting wins and fails for you guys. Do you want to start or do you want me to start? I'll start. Okay, go for it. Yeah, so uh, the adulting win is easy. Um, On Sunday, we took a little family trip out to Malibu and hit the beach. And there's a few parts to the win that I love. One, in LA, everybody knows, like even even right now with the stay-at-home order, people really aren't staying at home. So you get on the road even on the weekend, like there's still traffic. But long story short, we left in the morning at like nine, nine fifteen, which yep. is like his nap time. So, a we left in perfect time for that. So he slept on the way out there. B we were out to Malibu by like ten in the morning, which was amazing because it's like when you're in a beach town and it's the morning and it's overcast, it's a whole vibe. We hit this little farmers market and then we hit the beach and we were at the beach chilling by like what. 10 45 yeah. 11 yeah it was amazing oh gosh take me back all right we just needed a day like that we haven't been to the beach and i don't know i mean you went the day, I before, went the day before but before that i mean it's been months right <laughs> yeah okay. oh i couldn't tell you how long ago yeah so that was uh lovely yeah what's and your fail my fail is kind of a funky one oh, but I'm i think listening. everybody can relate to this so we have some stuff that like sits out in the backyard that like we get out to use once in a while. Like for example, we have this little tent Oh yeah. <laughs> for Geo that like we would go out there and get underneath or get in like 
while it was sunny in the afternoon or whatever. But this little tent, all you do is fold it up, put it back in the bag and folding it up is like a whole different story because it doesn't, doesn't work for you. For everybody, nobody can fold this thing. I'm able to fold it the first time. No, it's like two figure eights, but it's not. You know, it's like a figure eight and then a figure seven, (laughs) which doesn't make any sense. And that's why it doesn't fold. Okay. Okay. But the fail is this, right? We all have stuff that we use and just lays around and you'll, we'll just look at it. Oh yeah. For like a few days, Mm -hmm. a week, a couple weeks, right? This, I mean, it's just pure laziness at the end of the day, but like we all do it. And we finally put this thing away after two weeks. The worst part three was weeks. I said to you, hey, can I put this tent away finally? And you were like, well, it's dirty. And I said, okay, well, why don't I put it away? And then when we take it out, we can clean it. See, but that's also lazy. <laughs> that's... I wasn't going to hose it off and why? then wait for it to dry and then put it away. I scraped off some of the gook. And then I folded it. And you put didn't it away. scrape off. I did. I, there did. Was, there was orange peels on it. Would you scrape it off the with? orange tree? My fingers. Gross. What? Gross. <laughs> that is an adult move. <laughs> I think the adult move is to clean it off before you pack it away. Sure, but it was nighttime. I was in my slippers. What? It was the morning, wasn't it? No, you were in the garage. It was nighttime. What? Where's your memory? It gone. Ah, uh, okay. Dad brain. Okay. I can't even get started. Anyways, okay, I'm going now. My adulting win was, okay, I was going to say the beach because it was absolutely epic, but I'm going to actually pull my beach card from the day before. Are you guys ready for this? Listen closely here. I had a girlfriend who is one of the co-founders of Sugar Taco invite me to Nobu in Malibu, which is a restaurant on the beach, not vegan, but has a ton of vegan options. It's a sushi restaurant, beautiful place. I'm sure you guys have heard of it. I don't know why I'm acting like you don't know what Nobu is. Everybody knows if you listen to Drake. (laughs) Okay, I'm done. Okay, shush. So I, for like 24 hours, well, I committed to going, okay, but for 24 hours, the fail of my adulting week was that I went back and forth for 24 hours, whether or not to go, because... It would have been the first time that I had dined at a restaurant with people who I haven't quarantined with because we went to one restaurant months ago, mm-hmm. but it was with you, like you and Gio and then my aunt and uncle who we've not quarantined with, but they... Where'd we go? We went to Bogies in Westlake. Oh, yeah, yeah. But yeah. like I know what they've been doing and they have a newborn and their family. But so that was like, like a full outside experience too. Yeah, also outside, but still. So anyways, for 24 hours, I went back and forth, drove myself crazy and then ended up going. It was outside. It was beautiful. I could cry because I just had the best time in the entire world. We had the most amazing view yeah, of the ocean. Yeah, but you won't cry right here. I won't cry. No, yes, I have no would. tears left and I'm too, I'm too ramped right now. Um, but... Oh, I needed that. And so, of course, I came home and was so grateful that I had that time to go and do that, that the next day I was like, let's go back to the beach. And you're like, let's go. And then we realized, like, we're supposed to be by the water more often than not. So we need to make a better habit of doing that. We're lucky that we get to live by the ocean well, within a drives away. And so my goal is it's a lofty one, but it's not because the whole thing is to set a goal. Our goal is to have a beach house in the next like conservative amount of years. Well, it's it's mine, so it's now ours. Oh, gotcha. Because what's mine you is yours. See how that works? Or do you not want this beach no, house? I like beach houses a lot. Okay, because I'm yeah, I'm about to get one. You're gonna get one? Yeah. Okay. 
<laughs> and you can stay there. I appreciate that. <laughs> just give me a little bit of time and we'll get one. Okay. So I'm just going to be chilling over here. Uh, yeah. Just waiting on the beach house. That's fine. I, mark my words. What day is it? It's July 28th, technically, because that's the day that the episode comes out. We're filming this on a Monday, so it's July 27th if you want to be real specific. But if you guys are listening, I am telling myself, I'm going to give myself, I want to say three years, but I might give myself four years to make this happen. Is it three or four? Three is my lucky number. So three years. So the summer of 2023. Three years. Beach house. Yes. You're doing it by yourself. You, and it's, it's your beach house okay. that I get to come to. This is okay. so good. Okay. Guys, I'm learning a lot on this episode. <laughs> okay. So it's going to be our beach house. Right. So you you can work towards it too if you want. Oh, thank but you. But if by chance that's not the same goal for you, it's not going to stop me from getting this beach house. Does that make sense? Yeah. Makes sense. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like if someone wants a beach house, then they're going to go out and get it. But if you also want a beach house, then you're welcome to definitely participate in my goal. Okay. I'll, I'm going to take some time to think on that one. Okay. And then I'll come back to you. Cause uh, either way it's happening, whether you're in or out. Right. So yeah. either way it's yours. Well, in that case, like I might not do a whole lot. <laughs> it's going to be mine anyways. <laughs> Wow, I'll focus on something else. Okay. You know? What would you focus on, like actually? gardening or something. Oh. I got my lavender rocking. Mm-hmm. Okay. Um, you've asked me to build a, a little garden box. Yes. Which I have to figure out how to do. Yes, you do. Okay. So this I'll, is urgent. I'll have those Top of list. vegetables and fruits or whatever. It's rocking. all I want. I'm going to have a lot that's going to be occupying my time. So I don't know if I'll have the capacity to worry about your beach house streams. That's fine. It's I think my, I'll just it's enjoy mine. it. That's perfectly fine. Cool. I am so excited. Let's just continue on the goal path. Do you have any goals that are like lofty, but yet I say lofty, but I think no goal should be lofty. You know what I mean? Yeah. Plenty of goals. Okay. What, what's a good well, the one? The first goal is be? like, I want my face to stop hurting. Like, I don't know. I got some allergy stuff going on it every day. Not every day for the last four or five days. I wake up and I feel like I got hit by a truck and I can't figure it out. And I'm rubbing these knots out of... Uh, no, we know. We see you with the jade you know, Yeah, self-care king over roller. here. And now he's looking into getting an ice roller, you guys. You could get one on Amazon. That was Yeah, that was a, a suggestion from our friend Heidi. Yeah. So she makes nothing but solid suggestions. So I think I just got to do it. An ice roller. Okay. 100%. <laughs> Gio gets all his sensitivities from his dada. I'm not physical sensitivities. Physical sensitivities. Okay? <laughs> Emotional sensitivities from you. <laughs> Oh, I laugh because it's just so damn uncomfortable. <laughs> it can be sometimes. <laughs> okay. um, so yeah, so I have more goals than that. Okay. But that's number one. It's like, you got to feel tip top. Are you Is looking it... at a note list right now on your phone? Yeah. My goal list. You're kidding me. No, I'm joking. Oh, that would be cool though. Um, the other goal. Give me an exciting one. I need some excitement. Uh, Oh, look, I, I, I busted you up a little bit about the beach house, but I'll tell you this. You know, I love the beach. You know, I love Malibu. I, I would love to live in Malibu. Uh, and the epitome of living in Malibu is on the beach. Absolutely. Every time I'm out there, I'm just, it's just like, it does something for your soul. It's so magical. You know, it's like, 
I love that. There's literally PCH right behind you, but mm-hmm. you don't hear it. You don't see it. Nothing because all you're focused on is the ocean, the sound of the waves. It mutes everything out mm. in your life. And it's just, it's soothing, you know, and the idea of, you know, hopefully you're in a position where, you know, I mean, it'd be great to live there full time, but if that was like a second place, you know, that you could go to on the weekends or spend like a month here or there during the year at, that sounds extraordinary. Sure does. You know? But what's crazy is that we can make these things happen, okay? You guys, we have an episode coming up. Um, it may actually come out next week because I'm so excited to put this episode out um, with Chris Harder, who is just... He's come so far in the money game and he is a huge believer in setting goals and just working backwards to actually manifest these goals. So he has a lot of really good tangible stories. Um, and actually on that same topic, we should, uh, you know, share who's going to be on the show today. Oh, should we? Yeah, we should. Let's because what's funny about it is that here we are talking about money and you know spending and this and that and i remember our guests specifically saying that there was a time where they were overspending to the point where it was like detrimental yeah and it was just recently and he's yeah. like he coming out of it yeah um and it's another good you know way like a good comeback story it's it's being look guys money is so important i mean it's not everything but at the end of the day it's what we exchange for value right it gives you a lot of freedom gives you options we all want it this guy he's I'm sure he's made a little bit of it. Um, he has more responsibilities in the form of children now. Yes. And uh, he was traveling. They were doing trip after trip after trip. And soon enough, he realized, dang, I'm just burning through cash right now. Mm-hmm. And I'm putting myself in a tough spot. And he was self-aware enough to go like, look, I got to stop. I can't do any of this for the foreseeable future. And I got to build myself back up. And that's that's what he did. So... Just to give you, um, to let the, I hate saying that it's a cat out of the bag. It's like not a good saying. No cats should ever be in a bag. Was well, there a better one or is there a no, new one? We're just going to flat out tell you. On the show today, we have Perez Hilton. Who, for any of you who, I mean, are roughly around our age, Perez had like a huge um, blog. He was like a big, it sounds you know, I don't know if you're into gossip. We're actually not big gossipers and I don't really know much about pop culture to be honest because I don't pay attention to that kind of stuff very often. But he was the kind of guy, he was the guy that was like reporting all of like the gotta know gossip. Like he had, he always had the scoop. Yeah, he had the scoop. Yeah, yeah. Um, But what I loved about talking with him now today, first of all, we met on an episode of Victorious, Wi-Fi in the Sky, um, where him and I literally brawled in the inside of a plane And, um, that's when we became friendly. And then recently he DM'd me on Instagram, I think, and we started chatting and he's got a lot going on now. A lot of it being his children and he's a single dad and you guys have to hear his story as to how he became a dad. It's beautiful. So why don't we take a break? We'll come back with, with Perez and then stay tuned for the end of the show because we have a lot of catching up to do. Okay. We'll be back. All right, everyone, sit tight, and we'll be right back for some more adulting like a mother father. As most of us have found out the hard way, getting into debt is easy. Getting out is hard, especially if your credit score isn't great. And thankfully now, there's Upstart.com, the revolutionary lending platform that knows you're more than just your credit score and offers smart interest rates to help you pay off high interest credit card debt. 
Yeah, that's right. There's so many things about Upstart that I really like, and I'm a money guy. Um, I love that they go beyond the traditional credit score when assessing your credit worthiness. That's important, right? Because some of us, like right now, I'm doing something crafty with money where I've I've taken balance transfers on my credit cards and it's had an effect on my credit score. Um, but these guys actually reward you based on your education and job history in the form of a smarter rate. So even if you're doing something like I am right now, they'll look at what you've done in the past to assess the rate that they give you, which is really cool. They make it fast, simple, and easy to check your rate since it's just a soft pull, which is great because it doesn't affect your credit score. Uh, one of the best parts is, is that once the loan is approved and accepted, most people get their funds the very next business day, the next day. Uh, over 400,000 people have used Upstart to pay off credit cards or meet their financial goals. So free yourself from the burden of high interest credit card debt. You should never be paying credit card interest rates uh, by consolidating everything into one monthly payment with Upstart. See why Upstart is top ranked in their category with a 4.9 out of 5 rating on Trustpilot and hurry to upstart.com slash adulting. Find out how low your Upstart rate is. Checking your rate only takes a few minutes. That's upstart.com slash adulting. And now back to adulting like a mother father. We've got Perez Hilton in the studio with us. Hello. It's so good to see you. It's been a so while. Good to see you. It's been a lot. A lot has changed. One of the best things to have happened in the last 12 months, well, you had a baby. Yes. And I'm so thankful that Victorious is now on Netflix <laughs> because I swear to you, daily <laughs> on TikTok, people are saying to me, you were on Victorious, right? I'm the dying. thing that I hear the most on TikTok is that one episode I was on Victoria. Wow. You're kidding me. And the fact that it's on Netflix now, I think, has made me cool with like 12 year olds. So <laughs> thank you. I'm Boy. so happy. Oh, you're so welcome. <laughs> Although you, you've got to get verified. You're on TikTok. I just but you're not got on, on but TikTok. You've got to get you verified. Okay, you verified. help me. I, I don't know. know what I'm doing well, on TikTok. I'll, I'll yeah? email the, the, the TikTok rap. Oh, my goodness. That's you, right? That is me. I think yes. it's your official, Daniela Monet. Is that what it is? Is that Ooh. what it is? I don't think so. So. It's Daniela Monet. It's. Yeah, yeah. Okay, well, I mean, wait, I was looking at it before I came Unfortunately, I got on a little late. I was late to the party, and somebody snatched my name a few maybe different can, ways. Maybe they can get maybe. it for you. Ooh, is it like that? Ooh, I want to know someone in the club. Yeah, well, you're me, in the club, clearly. Let me, let me take a screen grab so I can Ooh, email him. Ooh, thank you. I appreciate it's it. It's Daniela Monet. Yeah, okay. yeah, yeah. I will... I will Email the the TikTok dude Ooh, after this. Oh my goodness, he knows Mr. TikTok. Um, <laughs> well, just because if you don't have that blue check, people are like, "Is it her?" I got gotcha. you. I didn't even her? I didn't even know they had the blue checks on TikTok. Oh, yeah, That's yeah, how yeah. non TikToky I am. Okay, I love it. I'm obsessed with it. Turns out, I know even our producers before we started, they were like, "He's a big deal on TikTok. You guys need to get a TikTok." Wait, how together. long have you been on TikTok? Since August, not even that long. Okay. Oh wow. Okay. So eight months, but I love it. So I'm posting. Six, seven videos a day. Whoa! It's it's just like Twitter. Okay, though. okay, okay. It's quick. It's fun, silly stuff. Okay, right. okay. See, I'm into stories. So I, if I can get past the fact that it's a different button for me to press, then uh, I think I could actually do well on TikTok. <laughs> and a misconception is that it's just for 12 year olds. There are oh, I didn't even all their people now Turns on there. Out. Look There's at even you. grand. I follow grandparents what? on TikTok. You're I love this. Yes, and oh they goodness. have hundreds, if not millions, of followers. So 
what are the grandparents? Hundreds of thousands. What, what are they doing on TikTok? Different things. Like usually the ones that that have the millions of followers are uh. the ones that do kind of crazy stuff, like <laughs> cursing or dancing, oh, that's funny. Okay. or this one grandmother that does pranks mm-hmm. like she's done it a few times now like um, she'll put the mentos in the in the in the coke and oh then I it, did see that it blows up and she's like oh I didn't know it would do that and now You're she's like, like but she's done it again yeah I know but now it's like now I want to see if I put five Mentos, what'll happen instead of just one? And you're watching? I I am, I love it. Oh, okay. I've seen that actually on Facebook. I love how these are now getting circulated everywhere. So even if you're not like a TikToker, you might come across a little TikTok video. I know. And I I, I even follow like the mommy vloggers on TikTok. Ooh, I need to get on that action because turns out the only thing I want to do and only one thing I want to talk about right now is being a mom. I, understandable. Yeah. You're in the thick of it right now. I sure am. Do you feel like you're still in the thick of it? It always is changing. Uh-huh. So what are the ages of your kids at this point? A seven-year-old, mm-hmm. almost a five-year-old, and a two-and-a-half-year-old. Oh. Woof. The gamut. Yeah. Uh, they're all still really young. Thankfully, you know, they're all speaking now so they can communicate well-ish. Uh-huh. <laughs> yeah, I feel like that. that's the, the ticket, right? When they can tell you what Although, they need and want. Sometimes, like, their go-to is tears. Oh, my God. The funniest story. I haven't even shared this anywhere. Oh, share. My daughter, the other day at school, came home and had cut her hair at school. (laughs) And I was like, Mia, you've done this before. You know you don't do this. And I'm trying to be cool, calm, and collected. And then I go to a kid's birthday party the next day for one of her classmates. And I was just talking and a parent asked me, how's it going with me at school? And I'm like, well, you know, mostly good. I mean, we've gone seven, six months and only one incident. And the parent was like, well, what happened? I'm like, oh, yesterday she cut her hair at school. And then the mom freaked out. And the mom was like, my daughter cut her hair at school yesterday too. What? And I'm like, no way. And then we were like, talking amongst ourselves and I'm like I asked her what happened and she's like I don't know I don't know and then the mom's like my daughter said the same thing too I don't know is it like fight club at the, at the preschool then the it's mom it's trending at school they're yeah. like everyone's cutting their hair at school then the mom asked my daughter what happened and started to like talk to her about it and then my daughter had a full on meltdown and started crying oh, even no. though she's almost five she can verbalize herself really well but sometimes the go-to of for course. even a seven-year-old is tears sure uh for a variety of reasons and i was like it's okay it's okay and i was assuring the mom that yeah, it was fine like... too because like i wanted to know what happened also <laughs> like nobody's in the wrong so it's did we figure good. out who the influence was <laughs> no it could have been my yeah. daughter i don't know <laughs> nobody's talking right, it's like right. fight club but for four-year-olds <laughs> can't handle this so much to look forward to i wow. know and it's like she did this a year and a half ago. Okay. And I told her, we had a whole conversation about it. Yeah. It's dangerous. Sure. And you just don't do that. We cut your hair. We go to the salon. And if you think you have something stuck in your hair or whatever, let me know. Or let mm. grandma know. Let an adult know. <laughs> but kids Maybe have a mind a of their own. Thing. Maybe yeah. she's like, listen, I see the sun's out. It's getting a little warmer. Or it's just what kids are doing at preschool now. That's what they're, they're doing. Snip, snip. Listen, it's going to grow. You have a lot of time for it to come back, I guess. Uh, right? Yeah. She cut herself bangs. Oh, cute. Yeah. At least she knew what she was going for. It's a new look. <laughs> yeah. I like that. Okay. Wow. So three kids. I feel like um, I have so many questions. I don't even know where to start. How about I, how are you doing? Yeah. Are you okay? 
<laughs> am I okay? Thank you for asking. That's such How a pow- that's doing? such a powerful question. I am great, yeah? actually. Today's a really exciting day, personally. You look, you look why? Tell us. Well. Literally three hours ago, I announced to the world Mm -hmm. that I am releasing my first ever autobiography, which has been a year and a half in the making. I've written three books before, but I was always afraid to write a memoir because... You know, I don't think I'm that exciting, or I used to not. Then now we're, we're done with the book, and I'm like, this is really good. I'm <laughs> so proud of it. Worked so hard on it. It was truly a labor of love and pain because mm-hmm. I'm unflinchingly honest about myself and about my past and my regrets and my mistakes, and I share stories I've never shared before. And I, uh, uh, I don't want to. Well, I don't want to give it too. Much. I don't want to give anything away. To, don't give it might, all. Away. No, I don't want to give might anything have away. To give us a nugget because we've got some listeners that I'm sure are wondering. Well, I do reveal expect. in the book an Ariana Grande story that I've never spoken about before. Huh. Except for right now. No, I'm not. I can't. <laughs> <laughs> what? The, listen, the, you're in the business of the, gossip. The, you got to give us the something. book. Um, is available for pre-order now okay. at PerezHiltonBook.com, but it doesn't officially come out until October, so it'd be it'd be too early to like okay. spill sure. anything specific. So basically, people should just be following you because I'm sure along or the way, or just pre-order gonna... the book now. Yeah, yeah. At per- PerezHiltonBook.com. Um, the cover is pretty awesome, Ooh. although my mom does not like it. Here, I can show it to you. Are you naked? What's happening? <laughs> <laughs> I literally just texted it to my mom this morning. It was uh-huh. the first time that she saw it. I texted it to her oh, at 12 yes. p.m. Yes. Oh, my goodness. Okay. And, uh, can we explain? Someone, you explain it. I want, you, I want him to be the one to explain it for people listening. Okay. It's like an 80s workout pose-ish. Yeah. Right? Pose? The- yeah, yeah, in like a tiny, tiny little pink shirt. It looks like nothing in the midsection, no underwear, nothing, and some pink high socks ish. Yeah, uh huh. With and a is beard, that an ankle bracelet. What is? They're that? leg warmers oh, that, the, that I made. Uh, first of all, your body is slamming. Can we talk about Thank what you. that's Wait, been I wanna, like? I want to know what your mom's okay. response was. <laughs> yeah, to that. sorry. Let's go I back. just posted a video. I showed it to her at noon, and I broadcast it live on YouTube. Um, but I don't know when this is airing. So it's on my YouTube channel. She just, she, I got my honesty from my mother. She's like, I don't mm. like it. I'm like, okay. <laughs> I love it. I think it's iconic. It's so good. Thank I mean, you, you must blow that up. Correct? Well, I'm thankful that the publishers ran it by their big buyers and no bookstore no is like, we don't want to run that because it's, it's a little on the racy side. It is, but you know but what? But tasteful. Thank you. And well, it's still art. It's beautiful. Thank you. Well, there's a great story behind that photo, actually. In 2019, my mom, and I talk about this, oh gosh, I talk yeah. about everything in the book. In 2019, my mom was really sick. She had cancer. She also had a prolapsed bladder. So thankfully, she was able to get treatment and got better. And also, she had surgery and fixed her prolapsed bladder. But she's diabetic. So each surgery just set her way back. And she got depressed. And then I got depressed because we lived together. So when you're living with somebody who's depressed, that can really rub off on you. And it did. And I handled my depression last year by eating and more eating and I gained a ton of weight and I also started to spend a lot of money Mm. more than I was making Mm -hmm. I went on six vacations in six months we went away every single month with my kids which Mm -hmm. is much more expensive than Mm -hmm. going away by yourself to Vegas or something like that and I saw this photo around March or April of Brooke Burke it was her version of that photo and I was like, she's almost 50 and looks sensational. And that photo really inspired me to get my act together and say, stop it. 
because I used to be very heavy and I was able to get healthy. But sometimes life happens and I resorted to that. Thankfully, I didn't turn to drugs or alcohol. That's not me. But food was my first love and it was a comfort. And um, I got rid of my trainer and my meal delivery program. And doing those two things actually helped me get in really good shape. I didn't do it thinking, oh, I'm going to get in great shape getting rid of my trainer and my meal delivery it was because I was spending so much money. My, yeah. Now, all of a sudden, like, oh, well, I've got to cut in other ways. So I got rid of my trainer, my meal delivery. Sure. <laughs> I started to take group fitness classes instead of working out with a trainer. Mm-hmm. And they're almost even better. because they're, the they're a little bit more cardio-based than just lifting weights. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Do you have a go-to place? I go to the – I don't even well, – I'm, I'm not getting a free membership, so screw that. <laughs> Maybe they will. He I knows asked, all the no, angles. He's I, just, asked, I asked them before I joined, and they're like, uh, we don't do that. I'm oh, like, okay, fine. Um, have you heard of Training Mate? No. Okay, is that an app should. or something? No, no, Training Mate is a class. It's a, it's great. You need to know. At a there's, location? There's a location, yeah. Santa Monica, West Hollywood, Studio oh. City. You would love it. The oh. energy. You go there? I am so in love. We oh. go all if the they, time. If they give me some free classes, I'll go. Okay, go. <laughs> we'll, 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 we'll talk to them. You'll love it. The energy. They're all Aussies that run the classes. Oh, so that's that, It's fun. so funny. Well, I might even meet a guy there because if it's in West Hollywood, oh, it's probably pretty yes. gay. It's so much fun. Yeah. The one gym that I go to is a lot of girls in their 20s. Okay, no. You which is me. nothing wrong with that. Yeah, sure. Of course. But, you know, if you're yeah, you to need training someone, mate in your life. I, I, I kept, I kept hoping I'd meet somebody. There might I'd be a trainer somebody. that I'm thinking of <laughs> that might be kind of cute. Anyways. <laughs> Anyways. Okay, we'll talk so, <laughs> so, yeah. That, that, the then I hit up the same photographer that Brooke Burke oh, used. Cool. And I was like, I would love to recreate that photo. But make it my own, sure. which I did. Like, hers was like straight up. Does Brooke pin- know that you did that? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh. Hers was like a straight up pinup glamour like boom mine was more (laughs) tongue-in-cheek funny yeah but as soon as i took that photo i was like i have to use this for my book this is this is it i was it wasn't even a shoot for my book cover it was just you just wanted to do it i set the goal like i am gonna get in good enough shape to to do this photo in three and a half months so you did i went from gaining a lot of weight and being very overweight to getting in good shape in three and a half months i didn't have a single cheat day a single cheat at all in three and a half months. what's today look like today's good just because i'm planning ahead (laughs) Uh, i don't even call them cheats anymore now i call them indulgences yeah because you must yeah I, i am i am i am on saturday my sister is having a baby shower for Aww. her for her baby to be so i'm going to eat my face off as you should <laughs> yeah as you should so Balance. i want what what inspired the autobiography i was approached by my co-writers okay. because like i said it, it never would have occurred to me to like pitch it or just do it on my own because are people going to buy it is it going to be a big flop do people care? Most people don't like me. Are they going to want to? The people that don't like me going to want to pick up the book? And they just really sold me on. Even your haters will be curious enough to pick it up because you're going to spill the tea on everybody. And um, even th- those that are somewhere in the middle, you ha- you've done a lot of really amazing things over the last 16 years. And we also find your your story before that interesting and, and fascinating as well. Uh, in for many angles, you know, I'm the son of two immigrants. I have always been, I've always been Perez Hilton, even before Perez Hilton existed. Mm, that is a quote that. that you will see on our Instagram. Well, <laughs> Perez Hilton was born in 2004, but even before that name was in the ether, I always did things outside the box. Like even in, even in high school, like. Uh, <laughs> 
I don't think this is in the book, but it's just a funny story. I, of course, was in the drama club in high school. And they have an annual talent show. And I put on I don't even I don't even know how they they, they must have changed it after my year. Cause they didn't even require you to audition to be in the talent show. So I put on an act that was so offensive. <laughs> the principal of the school almost vomited and the moderator of the club literally cursed next to a friend of mine saying, Get this off the stage. Oh my god! It wasn't even that bad. I did this weird thing that I was doing at the time. I also was in the forensics club, um, and at forensics, you're performing by yourself. It's it's weird rules. Like you're reading, even though it's memorized, you have a binder, and um, you're performing by yourself. But I, for my performance in the club, I, I had actors with me and props. It was this thing called Spider Rabbit about some weird demonic creature. And I, by the way, I went to an all boy Jesuit school. Oh my goodness! Yeah, and I. I had like watermelon that was like supposed to be like intestines and whatnot. And why do yeah. I feel like you're Trina Vega? I basically am. I feel like you yeah. are. I'm, you are I, the we're, same. Yeah, I'm, I'm. I'm that level extra. Extra is so good. Are you still extra now that you're extra and you have three little beings? Oh yeah, you? I yeah? should show you. I, I'm so. You see, I love. Life is a journey, right? And I do hope and aim to be better and do better as I go along. You know, as many of you know who have heard the name Perez Hilton, back in the day, I was a See You Next Tuesday. Mm. And I did that knowingly, which made it even worse. Like, in life, sometimes you hurt people's feelings accidentally, inadvertently, non-intentionally. But in my early days, I was straight up nasty and mean on purpose. You built a career out of that. Yes. And and then eventually there came a point where I realized that's wrong. And I grew up and I stopped doing things how I used to. But I love that now, being my true, authentic self, doing things better, I still piss people off. Like, I posted a silly, ridiculous, what I thought was fun TikTok. And people were losing their minds. Here, look at this. It's especially now that you're a mom yeah. and a dad. Um, if and you, you, I've, I've seen you've posted photos of your adorable baby on social media. Mm-hmm. People are going to comment. Yep. Uh-huh. So um, I posted this. <laughs> I watched this earlier. Get it? <laughs> I can't handle this. So this is you basically twerking on a child's slide. I would call right? it. I I call it earthquaking. Earthquaking. Yeah, yeah. yeah. We don't talk Earth earthquaking at all. Um, oh my god! So that does your kids seem so yeah, oh, chill? So oh, chill about it. They're, they're used not even to acknowledging me. it. Yeah, yeah. They're, they're used to me being a dork, uh-huh. and they loved it. They thought that I was just being dad, being silly. There's yeah. nothing sexual. They don't know to what I was exactly, and. I would say more than 50% of my followers were like, that's so inappropriate. Why are you doing that? Because I wanted to. Because I thought it was silly and fun. And and, um, even if my kids interpreted it as sexual, I'm not afraid of sexuality or sex. Or if if they interpreted it in a sexual way and they asked me about it, I'd have a conversation with them about it. Like, since day one, I've been honest with my kids about everything. They already know I'm gay. They know how they came to be. They know some people don't like their dad. I've already prepared them for that. And they know I've made mistakes in the past already at ages seven, four, and two and a half. Mm -hmm. Um, 
And I look forward to the day when they are embarrassed by that and not <laughs> loving it because I'm still going to do it. Yeah. <laughs> for, for people listening who don't know how you became a dad and maybe that little sto- the story of, of your children and your family, do you mind sharing yeah, a little yeah, bit? Yeah. Because I'm sure there are a lot of single parents out there that are doing doing it as well and, and would love to hear from someone who's, who looks like they're thriving and enjoying no, it all. Yeah, not only that, it just sounds like you guys have the coolest connection. Oh, I mean, I love... I mean, listen, I don't want to... It's not all rose-colored glasses. You know, it's not all rainbows. The worst thing about being a parent, before kids, I had a blissful life free of anxiety. Like clinical anxiety, I never experienced it. After having children, I now truly suffer from real anxiety and not anxiousness. Until you get it, you'll never get it. And hopefully your listeners or you don't have anxiety because – I would have even been an agnostic or even a skeptic, like, oh, anxiety is not a real thing or whatever. But it so is. And um, that's the worst thing that's come with being a parent. For me, my real triggers are, you know, me being a control freak really served me and was great for most of my life. But what you cannot control, you can be prepared and do your best is the future. I can't control the future. And for me, anxiety is obsessing about the future in an unhealthy way or and also not being able to control your brain and stop it when it's racing and all of these things and a lot of my triggers are just financial like mm-hmm. how can I make more spend less because I'm doing it all by myself and I've made the choice to send my kids to private school which is not cheap nope. and I've made the choice to put my kids in extracurricular activities which is not cheap uh, I know that all I took it on myself and now I'm just in the trenches Mm -hmm. and I feel like these next 10 years of my life when my kids are you know in the formative years are not going to be glamorous like not even going on vacation like I'm not going to go on a single vacation this year with my kids you're talking to two people who came from very modest upbringing I did too yeah and and honestly like I'm grateful for it it made me who I am today your kids can learn so much from that it's just discipline right like if you can't do it you just don't do it but like next year you may have a different situation exactly Mm -hmm. discipline and also like being aware and not even living within your means, mm-hmm. living below your yes, means. Yes, like yes, I could yes. take a vacation this year, but I realized, okay, last year I spent a lot. Mm-hmm. So it wouldn't be the smartest to what do What was it. the best vacation you went on last year? <sighs> we went to Cambria and Santa Inez and like all these little towns uh, in the central area mm-hmm. um, and Solvang. Oh, cool. it's like, so pretty. I love it over it there. It was beautiful. So I, I knew I always wanted to have children. In fact, in 2011, I wrote a children's book called The Boy with Pink Hair and I dedicated it to my future children. Hope to see so you soon. Cool. And my son was born in 2013 and I was 34 years old when he was born, which means I began the process at 33. Uh, And I decided to do it at that point because by 33, I had already been doing what I was doing for a while. And I felt financially secure to to take it on alone without Mm -hmm. a partner. Like there's a reason why a lot of people do have a partner uh, and a good reason is financial, mm-hmm. <laughs> like somebody to help with all of the money because it's a lot. Uh, and um, I, 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 in the future, I may adopt. In the future, I may foster or mentor or whatever. But my dad passed away when I was 14, and there was just something 
biological in me, and I think also it had to do with being Latino, that I wanted to have my own children. And I think it's maybe selfishness too, like or, or not, not even. It's, I think it's more like my dad. Like I wanted to keep his blood out there and his DNA. And it sounds cheesy, but I swear to God, like my son is my father. <laughs> I wouldn't say he's my dad reincarnated, but he looks more like my dad than he looks me. Wow. His temperament is just like my dad was, not me. My middle child, the one that cut her hair, she's me. <laughs> she is me in every surprised. way. <laughs> Even the eyes. She's my only child with blue eyes. I've got blue eyes. Yeah. The other two have brown eyes, but she is my spirit animal, which is why we butt heads the most. It's probably more challenging. Oh, yeah. yeah. And also she's the middle child, of so course. we also butt heads the most. But I feel like that we're probably going to end up being the closest because mm-hmm. of that. Cause like I know her so well, cause she is me. And then my baby's just like my mother too. So it's fascinating how the whole family, how around, children yeah. uh, work. So I went and I did a lot of research about how I wanted to go through, through with this and I found a surrogacy agency and they helped with everything from finding an egg donor to finding an, a surrogate to the fertility clinic to a lawyer to represent me in my best interest to make sure that even before the baby was born everything was clearly spelled out and in writing this is his child he makes the decisions and so on and so forth and yeah, now my son just turned seven, and it's crazy. Having kids makes the that years go crazy. by real quick. Oh, yeah, yeah for sure. They, you can measure them so much differently or quicker. We have a family member that says it really well. She says the uh, the days are for long, sure. but the years, years are short. short. Yeah. 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 That's so true. So the more you talk, the more questions that prompt in my brain. Have You, you talked about partners a little bit. Has there been a time, like in the last seven years, where you've brought somebody around your kids? No. No. I haven't gone on a date since 2018 and uh, I haven't even had sexy time since 2016 <sighs> you're it's just, tough yeah yeah. you're you're a dad you're well I don't want to be using the apps which is sure. how most people yeah. meet people these days yeah. Yeah. I did that in from 2013 through 2016 I was doing a lot of online dating for three years mm-hmm. and I hooked up a plenty okay <laughs> we're not worried yeah so it, those baby blues yeah I hooked up a plenty so it is I actually don't feel sad or deprived sure. or anything that I haven't hooked up in four years with anybody um, but no I think and this might sound bad um, on some level either subconscious or overt I wanted to have kids as a single father mm. because it's such an important job for me and I'm such a control freak yeah, I and say, I it's gotta come down such to a specific vision of how I wanted to parent and what I wanted my family to be like I didn't want to even contemplate the possibility of having a partner breaking up and then mm-hmm. having to split custody and three days there three days here four days there three days here like I wanted to be having a stable home life for my kids because I believe stability is important especially when you know there's a single parent and I don't know Um, so yeah I would love a partner in the future but and this is maybe why I won't get one (laughs) my partner will never be adopting my kids okay they're my kids I call the shots and it is what it is do you think is there a possibility that that mindset ever changes no, because also, no. like, my kids are seven, four, and three now. I can just right. wait another 10 years and then date. Sure. And then my kids are grown, grown you know? 
Okay. And also, like, I'm such, like, the older you get, the more, like, your idealized versions of things fade away. You become more of a realist. Mm-hmm. Like, I don't even think I, I always wanted to get married. Now, there's, like, an asterisk. I'm only going to get married if it's <laughs> with somebody who has more money than me. <laughs> <laughs> Just because sure, sure. I have children to look after. Of course. Sure. And even if you have a prenup or whatever it might be, somebody can contest that. Mm-hmm. Knowing that by contesting it, you're going to want to settle because you don't want to spend an extra three, four, five, six hundred thousand dollars to fight it out in a in a mm-hmm. long drawn out divorce case. Right, it's a sensible thing to do. Yeah. You've been around Hollywood far too long. <laughs> oh, I've been sued a bunch of times. Talk about it in my book. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so on that note, um, so the book is available for pre-order. Yes, PerezHiltonBook.com and it'll be available in October for anyone who is listening to Perez and his amazing story. Wow, I'm very entertained by your presence and I cannot wait to um, partake in this journey. I think, the, I think it's great that you did a book. I think that you are a unique figure and a lot of people have different ideas of who you are, but no one really knows you, you know, yeah. and no one really is going to know you. So it's nice for you to put out an image and, and be honest. Not even an image, yeah, like the real truth. And, and some of it is like, am I really going to say that or am I really going to let that all be there and I'm like mm-hmm. yeah if there's no do o- it, it's you there's no do over for an autobiography like oh I was lying all that first time I mean maybe some people do but that's not me good was there anything I, that you held back or no, was everything a yes no I mean like I haven't even Ooh. spoken to my mom about some of the Uh-oh. stories I share so I'm gonna have to sit her down <laughs> and be like I just wanna give you a heads up about this that and the other before it comes out cause she's not gonna read it uh-huh. but her friends in Miami are gonna read it oh my goodness okay. <laughs> and then they're gonna text her and be like <gasps> <gasps> so yeah uh, she's the only person yeah she's the only person I'm gonna give a give little, a little yeah. like Deep sure, reaching sure. to before the book comes out. That's fair. That's fair. Okay, I'm I'm intrigued. I'm intrigued. <laughs> I appreciate you coming and taking some time away from your kids because if we know, um, you know, firsthand, that's like very hard to do. And yes. thank you for for just shedding light. I feel like I've got a boost of energy from this little chat. It's the I'm... caffeine. <laughs> what, are you, what, are you, what are you having? Fans? Just coffee. Just coffee. Black. Oh, you drink okay. it black. Yeah, okay. that tells a lot about you. Because I'm trying to be healthier. You oh, know? that's right. Milk and sugar. That no, nah, that's it. out. It's not as healthy. I get it. Okay, so for everyone listening, please um, do yourself a solid and support your book. Yeah, and if you enjoyed me on here, I have a podcast myself, also on Podcast One. You can listen to the Perez Hilton Podcast with Chris Booker on Spotify or Apple Podcasts or directly at PerezPodcast.com. I like buying those custom URLs. It turns out. What else do you have? Perez Perez have everything. for dinner. I have one for my merch. Okay, okay. BuyPopStuff.com. Have you had to buy any of those off of anybody else yet? No. 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 You've gotten them all. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Nobody else is going to have PerezHiltonBook.com. You never know. Or Perez you Podcast. Never know. <laughs> I think I even have Perez TV. Oh. I think. Okay. Maybe I do. I might have gotten rid of that one. I don't know. Maybe I still have it. Who cares? <laughs> <laughs> Thanks for hanging out. That's not the one that matters. <laughs> I love it. All right. Well, um, thank you again. Thank and, you. Um, it was good to see big you. Fan. Good to see you too. Yeah. We and didn't even talk about Victorious. Victorious. I know. My goodness. Watch it on Netflix. Everyone. I, I, I ha- oh, God. Because I'm controversial. I, I, I have to use this opportunity to thank Dan Schneider. Um, Even though some people have their opinions about him, he was only nice to me. Yeah. And he was the creator and executive producer of that show. And he 
wrote a part for me and hyped me up on there, making me seem like such a big deal. Um, so thank you to him if he's listening, because I really appreciate it. <laughs> Which I'm that. sure he is. Well, and right? it, it was wild, because like, it, even the concept of Perez Hilton being on Nickelodeon. Oh, I know. <laughs> if anyone could do it, it would have been Dan. And mm-hmm. he did. And so he did. Thank he you made to it him. happen. Aww, thank you to him. I hope he's listening. I'll let him know. <laughs> Thanks, Perez. Bye. Thank you. Don't go anywhere. We'll be right back in a few with more adulting like a mother father. Did you know that right now Geico is offering an extra 15% credit on car, motorcycle, and RV policies? That's 15% on top of the money Geico could already save you. So uh, what are you waiting for? Your dog to make breakfast in bed with Belgian waffles and a fresh fruit compote? As nice as that sounds, that's probably never going to happen. But at least there's never been a better time to switch to Geico. Save an extra 15% when you switch by October 7th. Visit Geico.com to save more. Hey guys, Jessica Nixon here from the hit podcast, Now What? And this week I welcome Kaj Larson and Amaryllis Fox from Netflix's hit show, The Business of Drugs. Take a listen. Big Pharma as a as a an industry is out of control and the the perception that drug abuse and enrichment from drug abuse is a problem that um you know is restricted to the shadows and is kind of the drug dealer on the corner um was one of the things that I think we really wanted to challenge because the reality is that the drug dealer at the pill mill or uh the pharmaceutical company that's putting these ads on TV knowing that uh you know all of the addictive properties are there um are actually doing far more damage than any street corner peddler could have the scale or capability to do so don't miss now what this Wednesday and every Wednesday on podcast 1 all right, guys, we're back. Here's adulting like a mother father. Okay, we are back. Um, I hope you guys enjoyed that chat with Perez. So we recorded that before quarantine. Um, and it's always interesting to kind of go back in time. Because I always say this when we put out um, Janae's episode of Sweet Potato Soul on Instagram. It was like trippy to hear where we were at then. And even him, you know, I mean, times are so different now. You know, yeah. you launch a book and then you can't even do a book tour. You can't do all the things to promote, you know, what, anyways. So, um, you know, but needless to say, times are also kind of exciting and weird and new. And yeah. let's, let's catch them up on all the things because last episode, I remember we dove into our relationship a little bit. So any, any news on, on that one? I mean, nothing that sticks out. Do you have something? <laughs> no. <laughs> but Are you like trying to put it on me yeah i'm just like because you're so good with your words sometimes and you're so honest i just want to say this i want to backpedal oh i love when he says this no, 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 i just want no. to it's, say it's this. about it's about um chatting with perez okay it's uh you know i'm at a point in my life i'm 32 um nobody is like superhuman nobody's out of reach you know nothing is out of reach and so i'm not surprised when we bump shoulders with people these days but like if I rewound, is that a word? Yeah. Yeah. To like say 10, 15 years ago, like I knew the Perez Hilton name, right? And I wasn't anywhere near LA. Well, I guess I was close 10 years ago. But anyways, long story short, I remember thinking about the name Perez Hilton as like this 
big Hollywood figure. Like, and I knew nothing other than he, he did gossip, but like he had created a brand and a name for himself. Right. Mm-hmm. It's just, it's kind of a trip that here we are, you know, fast forward a bunch of years and you were sitting down for me, right. You, you've been in the scene forever, but for me sitting down and having conversations with people like that and it feeling so normal. Yeah, well, that's how it should be. We're all just human. That's, I know. That's what I'm saying. No, I know. I know exactly what you're saying. Um, and I think I have those kind of like pinch me moments too, for sure. Um, even recently, you know, I yeah. was just on, on Caitlin Bristow's podcast. Yeah. And I remember thinking like before Caitlin, we Caitlin, even... she's a big fan. <laughs> Stop. No, before we had our show... Um, I used to be an avid podcast listener and she was one of the first podcasts that kind of got me hooked. Yeah. And so for that reason alone, obviously I'm a big bachelor fan and all the things, but yeah, there's moments where it's like your life comes full circle and you're like just chilling with certain people or, you know, I don't know. It's an interesting dynamic, but again, like everyone is human and everyone literally poops. Facts brought to you by (laughs) Daniela Monet. Okay. Everybody poops. (laughs) It's true. No, it is true. It is funny because people use that as a tactic to uh, like calm nerves or make themselves more comfortable around people. Yeah. They say picture, like picture somebody naked or picture that person pooping. Yeah. It makes you feel like they're at the same level as you are, which is they're just a human. Picture someone, take it to another level. Picture someone constipated. Okay. These are not facts brought to you by Daniela Monet. No, but think about it. Like if you can picture someone on a toilet literally pushing, trying to push one out, that humanizes someone on another level. The struggle of pooping. And it's July 28th and our show has taken a turn. We have a different type of show for you these days. If you're into pooping or not being okay, able to. If you're not into pooping, what's wrong with you? Right. Everyone should be into pooping. 100%. And we're going to change the subject. Okay. Now. So catching people up. I want to catch people up on where we're at with the house thing because I know that we have oh, yeah. talked about looking at houses. We've talked about wanting to move. Um, where is your head at right now with that? My head is at let's make the best financial decision. Correct. Um, we definitely want more space still. We would like to be closer to family mm-hmm. uh, just because it's easier for us to see each other and to, you know, we need help sometimes and uh, family is the best option for us right now. So it'd be not, it'd be nice to be closer for that. Mm-hmm. Um, a lot of the, like really anything we've done lately is see family and they're all out west from us yeah like 30 40 minutes or whatever and we spend a lot of time out there there's places we go there's the beach there's malibu in that direction and uh i mean so where are you at you're just just you're just throwing things out there like you're still you're still interested but you want to make the best financial yeah i'm making a i'm making a short story very long uh the long story short is we like it and if there's the if there's the right play out there the right house for the right price um, then I think we'd pull the trigger, but we'd look every single day just for fun because that's what we do. We like looking at real estate and there's just nothing that we found so far. So I think my head's quickly come back to, all right, how do we make ourselves most comfortable where we're at right now and mm-hmm. continue to make this a place that we love and a place that works for our lifestyle. Um, and we already do like, we have an amazing little house. Yeah. We have a decent little lot size for the house size. Mm hmm. And, you know, we have a pool, um, we're doing a gym out in the garage. Um, I'm very grateful for what we have. It'd be nice to have a little more space, but like, I love our current spot 
And we used to think we had an amazing location, which I think we do, but the idea of amazing changes as your life changes. Totally. And with a kid in the world and realizing how important it is to be around your family and your best of friends, right? Because mm -hmm. your capacity of sharing your time with everybody and everything. Is minimal. Yes. Yes. Like you just, you want to make that stuff easier. Yes. Um, so as, as cool of a location as we have, like we have training mate, you know, <laughs> a couple minutes away, which we Everything can go a couple to. minutes. Literally, I could walk to Whole Foods. Yeah, coffee shops, like all the little restaurants that we so used to go cool to. things, yeah. We can go over the hill into West Hollywood, Beverly Hills in 10, 15 minutes. Yeah. Like, it's a dope spot. But I think because of everything that's happened with the pandemic and just our life shifting, yeah, the you idea of what you want changes. Yeah, for sure. I couldn't agree more. Um, I think my head has shifted in a way. And I think, honestly, the conversation with Chris Harder, like definitely planted many seeds in my head and financially we're in a unique spot right now kind of due to the pandemic but also just because we are entrepreneurs and so money isn't like the most consistent in some ways but a lot of really good things are happening a lot of really good things and a lot of things that we worked really hard on um kinder beauty is just like it's just you guys are creating <laughs> such a dope little community. Kind like, of beauty is crushing right now. What to say right now? Like it's I'll say so it for you. Cool. I'm a big like obviously I'm around it all the time, but I'm a big kinder beauty believer and fan. I think the product that they put out into the world is amazing and for me like I'm a frugal like value centric guy from a value standpoint. Like that alone yeah is a no-brainer. Like what you get for what you pay, it's 25 bucks a month, right? Mm -hmm. Or and cheaper if you subscribe for longer periods of right, time. Right, and you yeah. get anywhere from like at minimum. $75 worth of products to okay. upwards of $165. Which is crazy. Yeah. Like if you're into beauty, which in my mind, I, I think every girl is in some capacity. And guys are too. I'm a self-care sure. guy for you're, sure. You're testing our products I'm a, more I'm a than mister. I sometimes. We know that. I just think it's a no-brainer and like they're creating a, a really cool little community. Yeah. And I think the, the mission behind the brand is what sets you guys apart. I just think you're creating something really cool. And I think people are right now when they have the time to focus, um, on where they're putting their money. Yeah. You know? I just think like the community is growing quickly Yeah, and, uh, it's, so exciting. it's becoming a real thing. It's, it's becoming cool. a real thing. Oh my gosh. It's so cool. That. And, um, when we were at Nobu and I was talking to my partners at sugar taco, we have a new location that we are building out slowly. Um, there's just like a lot of good things happening. So like, I just like to stay optimistic and I want everyone to hear this. Like you can feel so low one day and then you can decide to like shake it up and put your energy into something that feels good. And very quickly you can have something come to fruition that can like pay your bills in the future. Like find a need, find something that like is missing in the world or that can do good for others and, and run with it. Cause I feel like that was sort of, that was what drove me probably five years ago when I decided to start investing in companies that I supported. And that was really like the pivotal moment for me where I was like, I used to be in this situation where I would wait for the phone to ring and tell me that like I had an audition or that someone was interested in me for a part and, you know, just pray that that would happen. And now I'm in a totally different position and it feels so freaking good. So in terms of like, where we're at right now, like I feel grounded in our home, but I, I am optimistic that like things can really happen for us in a way that's, um, 
exciting and new and fresh and hopefully all the things that we ever wanted. So I'm just sort of trying to be patient. Yeah. You know, like you build your nest egg, you're patient, you, you put your money in the right places. You hopefully have it grow to a place where you can like live comfortably and then you make a big move. So I think that's where I'm at personally. Yeah. I, um, I, I don't disagree with you. Yeah. I think, uh, what people can take from that is, is starting, start investing as early as possible. Yes. Uh, and that could be, that could be in anything. Like if you want to get in the stock game, if you, if there are businesses that you're connected to in some capacity that you believe in, or you want to start your own, start mm-hmm. early, take risks. If you fail, you, I mean, one, you, if nothing else, you should learn from failure. Yeah. So failure is good. But two, I would imagine most of the listeners are fairly young. You have so much time to recover from risks that you take today. So take the risk because if you never do, you can never put yourself in the position so in true. the future that you want to be in. So true. And, you know, right now we have to also be very careful where we're spending our money because, you know, employment is kind of funky during these times. So as weird as it sounds, like you can always, in my opinion, you can always afford to invest depending on how you budget so for me personally like I just know I'm not interested in spending on the things that are like kind of superficial like I've never been into like clothes or handbags or shoes or any of that stuff but I would like to know that I own stock in Tesla or Whole Foods <laughs> so it's like maybe I wouldn't buy Tesla right now it's too high okay not right now but I'm saying like you can prioritize where you spend your money and I really feel like it can drive you to like check those numbers. It's like checking your bank account, Mm -hmm. you know, like to see that grow. You'll never look at a, I mean, maybe you will look at a pair of shoes and go, oh my gosh, every day those make me just feel so happy about my life, which is totally fine within Mm -hmm. reason. Yeah. But you know, like there's nothing like seeing, I don't know, like hard work pay off. You know, you, you make your money and it's hard to make it sometimes like have it work for you. I don't know how we got on this tangent, but no, but I love it though. Yeah, Let's exciting. talk about frugality for one second. Okay, go ahead. So, uh, like I said, I'm super frugal, and, and I think you are too. Yeah, when, except for when it comes to food. Food, which is fine, because that's, I mean, that's like preventative health care. Exactly. Right? You should be spending your money there Bingo. versus on the flip side of that. Beautiful. But anyways, um, yeah, like right now when things are uncertain, t- to be frank, like I don't buy clothes. I don't buy like I don't buy anything unnecessarily. Yep. If there's something that I want that's like not something that I need, I sleep on it for at least one day. Like I'll have something in an Amazon checkout cart for three Same. three days a week or whatever. Like by the way, thanks for buying those nine volt batteries that were in there. Oh, you're welcome. <laughs> that was for the smoke. <laughs> that was like an extra ten bucks. <laughs> I was like, I kept that in there for like a solid <laughs> few days. It's all right. Smoke alarms are fine. <laughs> 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 so, so there you go. Just be smart right now. Cut out what you can cut out. Um, and that's, you know, it's just, just something that you kind of have to do in a time like this. That's uncertain. Yeah. And, uh, like she said, find a way to budget for investment. And I mean, that can be as little as 5% of what's coming in. Uh, most people use 10% as the golden rule. If you can afford more than that then do it. Um, but that, that you should consider that paying yourself first. So when money comes in, you should pay yourself the five or 10% first, put it away in an investment account, or at least save it until you have that emergency fund, which is three to six months of expenses. Um, but get used to doing that. Paying yourself first feels good. And then if the rest goes, at least you know that you took care of yourself before anybody else. Yep. 
I love this. Thumbs up? Yeah, thumbs up. Big okay. thumbs up. Let's end on that note. Um, I'm like so motivated right now. I hope you guys are too. Um, start small. You know, it just, it's all about planting the seed. I did not realize our conversation. I thought that we were doing all of these things mm-hmm. prior to talking to Chris Harder, which I keep dropping this, but it is coming next week. So let's put that episode up. Okay. Um, I, it, the, the seeds that really planted whilst talking to him has like been in the back of my head ever since. And so, you know, I think that's, that's all it takes is sometimes just hearing it once, maybe hearing it again, thinking about it a little bit more, and then you start to actually, you know, take action. So maybe this is the beginning of all of us and our listeners doing some big things. You ready? Yeah. Always. Beach house 2023. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. All right, guys. Thanks for listening to adulting like a mother father. We so appreciate your support. Um, I'm actually very grateful for geo napping this long. This has been a very successful, uh, recording session. It's all in all a good day. It's going to be a great week and, um, stay tuned for next, next week's episode. And big thank you to our guest, Perez Hilton, show him some love and we'll be back. That sound good. Yeah, we'll cut it there. Peace out, guys. Have a good week. Thank you for listening to this episode of Adulting Like a Mother Father. New shows drop every Tuesday on the Direct Message Network on Podcast One.